turbulent times call for clear-headed insight. That's hard to come by these days, especially on TV. That's where we come in. Salem News Channel has the greatest collection of conservative minds all in one place. People you know and trust, like Dennis Prager, Eric Metaxas, Charlie Kirk, and more. Unfiltered, unapologetic truth. Find what you're searching for at snc.tv and on Local Now Channel 525. Happy Saturday, everybody. It's cold. It is cold. I feel like I'm turning into an Eskimo. Open up the fireplace this week. Uh huh. Twice. Twice. So I even good. did a morning fire. Is that what I heard? Yeah, crackling, popping. Yeah. 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 You know, I, it echoes. Was, it was still glowing, and I was like, oh, it needs to breathe again. At 6 a.m. Early in the morning. Yeah, uh-huh. <laughs> you ever I'm, think that that, that pop? And, e- and stuff can echo down the hallway. <laughs> Doesn't bother me. Mm. <laughs> hey, exciting news. Yes, news. Christmas is seven Saturdays away. Taylor. Seven Saturdays. Can you believe it? Where's the duct tape? And it's like three. If you bring is, up, is if it you, three, we haven't gotten to Thanksgiving yet. Look, I was about to say, know, it's like three know, weeks until Thanksgiving. You know, it's like three, it's we don't do Christmas I, in this I'm house. I'm just saying. On this program I, I until Thanksgiving saying, is here. Uh, did, but it's like, what, three weeks, two and a half weeks to Thanksgiving? It is what it is. Still, you mentioned, I'm just You saying, mentioned Christmas one more time. This is I'm going to duct tape your mouth shut. This is the only thing getting me through the rest of the semester. Oh, please. So, <sighs> final exams are coming up. Can you believe that? Whew. Yeah. Millions of people have done them. Getting ready to crash and burn, y'all. <laughs> crash and burn. My grades are going to drop. <laughs> Oh, I hate school. And with that, we say welcome to Woods and Water, South Carolina for this Saturday. Hey. Got a good show. My name is Roger Metz. <laughs> this is my daughter in high school. I won't say dropout, but high school crash and burn <laughs> daughter. Who is my who's my co-host? Hi, I'm Taylor. Um, don't know me. Welcome to the show. I promise you I'm not normally like, okay. Um, uh, you, you can't <laughs> say that. Stop right there. You can stop. It's, it's senior year. And y'all that have been through high school know what senior year is like. And it's, it's tough. But but it is deer season, which I is getting me through the week. I've my senior year. Yeah, see, and I've, I've wanted to do that. I even thought about going to college that was half an hour away from our uh, peak uh, land uh, to go hunt and fish. Uh, but somebody wouldn't let me. It's different. Oh, is it? It is different. Really? Those were the 80s. This is 2020. Different place, different uh, time. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. You are a girl. Uh-huh. I was a boy. I can still go out and hunt. Fish. Oh, I know you can still go out and play. During my gonna, class time. You're just not going to go like I used to go. <laughs> During my class. Uh, you're ignoring that part. I am. I am. Uh, if I catch you cutting school to go hunting and fishing, young lady, <laughs> you will not like it. <laughs> Promise you. Well, we're kind of doing the first thing a little different today. We don't have a calendar, yeah. but we've got some announcements. Got a few things, yes. Mm-hmm. Got a good show. Got a really good show. Brandon Cobb's going to be on with us, who's been on a lot. And Drew Pridgen, they're going to come on and talk about Lantern University and our bass fishing um, team that has just now been up and coming. And 
Yeah. Brandon's going to talk about his official title. His sounds a little smart and all that stuff. So. Has to come with a suit and tie, right? Has to come with a suit and tie. Yep. <laughs> okay. So that'll be the rest of the show. But yeah. as far as as far as I can go, do you have a few things? Um, I don't know. What, okay, okay. Dove season. Yes. A lot of people think okay, Labor Day dove shoot. Maybe the Saturday. Maybe Monday afterwards. Maybe the next Saturday. Uh, second season for dove season comes in here the thirteenth. Uh, yeah, it comes mm-hmm. in thirteenth, um, and it's a little different. You know, uh, first season. You know, you can manipulate the crops in the field according to bona fide agricultural process practices determined by Clemson University. A lot of you didn't know that because Clemson is an agricultural school. Mm-hmm. They had a lot to do with forming some of our game laws here in South Carolina, so which is really cool. Um, but in in the in between October the first and November the thirtieth, you can plow and top sow or broadcast wheat or grains. And in fact, it's it's uh, it's kind of interesting. It's um, small grains: wheat, oat, barley, rye, and triplicates. So from October first to November thirtieth, you can plow. You know, I'm not talking just run over with this carrot one time because the dove's got weak ankles to begin with. You need to have a good surface, good smooth surface for them to land in, walk on. They don't like dirt clods and stuff like that. Uh, but you can top sow. And it's for purposes of, and they go through it, it's erosion control. And in and, and wintertime, you know, soil building crops and, you know, um, and, re- and for regular crop. I mean, a lot of people plant oats and wheat through the winter and then harvest them in the spring before they put in spring crops. So from now through November 30th, you can, and Clemson University has a has a little forestry and wildlife that's published in August of 2017. It's attracting doves, dot, 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 legally, and it rolls you through everything you can do. Uh, what you don't want to do is sowing seeds several times in succession on the same ground. In other words, you plow it up, you sow it, you're done. Uh, or piling, clumping, or concentrating small grains on the ground. So there are, and this is a good little thing for you to have if you like to dove hunt. You know, all the game management fields are still open for the second, most of them for second season. You can get a list of those on the DNR website. And with the weather we've had and the cold weather up north, mm-hmm. the migratory birds will be coming through. Yep. A little different hunting. They like to come through in big groups, uh, and you can chase them around the field. Uh, well, I'm out for redemption. This you're out for redemption. Okay. So anyway, mm-hmm. just just beware if you are going to top sow wheat or oats or grain. There is uh, broadcast rates and all sorts of stuff in this Clemson guide that you need to be aware of. South Carolina DNR, their small game program. They're looking for volunteers to complete some small game surveys, and all of this information that comes through the surveys is used to improve habitats and manage populations and everything. Um, but they need information from both hunter and just outdoorsmen in general. So if y'all are interested in doing this, you can go to the DNR website, and they've got some information you got to fill out. What you do, I mean, if you're a hunter, what do you hunt that small game? Um, Which means what? Rabbit, quail, woodcock, um, squirrel, uh... That looks like about it. Dove and turkey. Okay. And you can select what survey you want to complete. 
And like I said, all this information, we stress a lot about the surveys that come out. Good information um, in, good management out. Yeah. Just please take the time to fill it out. And if you are willing to be a volunteer, I'm sure they'd greatly appreciate that. Final one today. Uh, we have delayed harvest. Uh, catch and release is back in effect for South Carolina trout streams. Uh, like the Chaga River, November 1st through May 14th, catch and release only. Uh, artificial single hook. And you can't possess any lure or bait. Uh, Chattooga River's got some some of the same things. They were first through May 14th, catch and release only. Chewy Creek, same thing. Corbin, Corbin Creek. Devil's Fork. Uh, East Atoy Creek. Goodness, Howard Creek. Bunch of them. Lower Saluda River. That's catch and release only like year round. Saluda? Yeah, that's got to be. Yeah, it appears to be. Hmm. This is, uh, anyway, interesting. Uh, yeah. So just beware that the regulations for trout in South Carolina have changed for the winter into May. So if you're going to go, uh, you need to know your regulations. Don't get caught. We need to oh, yeah. get back into trout fishing. Tell me something I don't know. I, I know. I know we say it every time <laughs> we go up to Jocassi and stuff like that. We, we pass, we'll pass a river and feel like, we need to get yes, back into that. But I know. We're, we're, we're a little busy. I our, love our waiters probably leaked by now. Oh, mine are. You know, that's how I found out in Dagum, Alaska. And um, what river were we in? That water's cold up there, too. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's not a good place to figure out your waiters have leaks in them in Alaska. <laughs> My luck is just unbelievable. Oh, hang on. We got Brandon and Drew coming up talking about high school, college fishing, and uh, some of the some of the real cool stuff happening. So, bear with us. Right, more with the water, South Carolina, on the other side. Hi, I'm Dan Patrick. The Brad Paisley Bass Invitational set to get underway in Nashville. Music, when uh-huh. it comes to the host himself, you can't stop him. You can only hope to contain him. We'll provide updates throughout the day. <laughs> Come on, tell me. Give me some credit here. Uh, I'll give you credit. Good give job. me credit. Good job. Well, I love her. I like this song. This is a good song. This is a good song. It's a good song for subject today, too. Uh-huh. I'm sure both of these guys are probably, I don't know. They probably pretty come close to having all the clothes in the front yard. <laughs> Absolutely. Absolutely. Ah, there you go. No, uh, no, welcome back to Woods and Water, South Carolina. So uh, glad you uh, tuned in today. It's uh, it's cold out there. Yeah, it's a little too cold to talk about fishing right now for me. It's not. Oh, it is for me. How? Because every cold day I think about fishing, I just think about Texas. Oh, we And sick. I think about... Um, oh, rainy. I I think about frozen toes <laughs> and leaky rain jackets. Well, and after five and a half hours, yeah. and it wasn't a full-blown AFCO rain suit either. I blame... Um, Keith Combs. Yes. Go ahead. I blame him for the amount of time I spent in that miserable weather. Guess what? What? I blame you for being too stubborn to go inside and get Don't warm. beat him, though. Uh-huh. Mm. Okay. Mm. Should the, the, the Cliff Notes version of this story, folks... Is that we went down fishing in Texas for a couple of days with Clifford Weave and a good friend of ours from Stanley Lures, and uh, Keith Combs was supposed to fish with us, but he had some guy who won a contest. 
on the worst yeah, weather day. Yeah, flew in from California <laughs> on the worst day to fish, and it was 42 degrees and rainy the whole day. And Taylor decided that she was not going to go in until Keith quit. Exactly. And did I? You didn't. And I what happened two days afterwards? I had a fever. That's right. Yes. <laughs> so anyway, stubborn gets play mm. dumb games, win dumb prizes, sweetheart. I thought it was play stupid games. Well, I wasn't going to try to be a little nicer. Oh. Yeah. It's a okay. nice side of me coming My up. My bad. Anyway, enough <laughs> of this. We, we got a show to do. And um, uh, happy to have a returning guest and a first-time guest. Mm-hmm. We'll see if either one decide to come back on. <laughs> um, but we got we got Brandon Cobb. Of course, everybody knows Brandon, Elite Series angler. Uh, Century Mark, dude. And uh, Drew, I, okay, I should have done this before we came on. Drew, how do you pronounce your last name? Pridgen. I knew it. There we go. I was okay. right. It, it, it was right. Pridgen with an R. Pridgen with an R, <laughs> okay. Uh, Drew Pridgen, who is, uh, and both of them are, at this point, are, are kind of in the same boat, so to speak, at Lander University with the Lander Fishing Team. Drew is the coach. Um, Brandon, have you ever figured out what you really do or are supposed to be? I, I, so I am director of bass fishing operations. Oh, that's sounds crazy, real. Brandon. It sounds real important, doesn't yeah, it? it does. I feel like I should wear a suit every day. Yeah, basically. Yeah. Sounds like he's got he's got Lisa Talmadge's job. <laughs> but it's, it's a glorified way of saying uh, I'm the assistant coach and Drew's the coach. Okay. Yeah. All right. I give him, I, I've given him a hard time telling him the glorified assistant coach. <laughs> But anyway, so that's how it works. It's uh, it's Drew's first time. Brandon's a return guy for a long time, and and but thanks both of you for taking time out, um, to be on the show because we got high school and college fishing. I mean, everybody out there knows how big it is, how advanced things are getting when it comes to you know high school kids developing resumes because they want to fish in college. And and Drew, you're a brand new head coach. You've got those kids coming through and. And uh, and and schools. I know this year's the first year at Lander that it's an official school sport. Yep. Um, and that's huge because y'all are giving scholarships and and you're trying to make housing and boat storage available and all. It's it's really grown by leaps and bounds. And I'm sure Brandon's seen a lot more growth in it than Drew has because he's an older guy. Um, sure. I'm not gonna call you an old man, but <laughs> you know he, he, he the distance between Clemson. And now, and Lander, and now for each of you is a lot different. But uh, anyway, so we'll give the first new guy the first dibs. Drew, take a minute, introduce yourself. Um, I know you're in a relationship. You can say who you're with or not. But anyway, uh, just talk about yourself for just a minute. Yep, uh, I'm Drew Pridgen. I am the head bass fishing coach at Lander University. Um, I was fortunate enough to get this position uh, the 1st of June of this year, and and it's been a blessing. Um, uh, I have a girlfriend we've been dating for just over two years now. Um, she's been a light in my life, and she lets me travel, so that's always a good thing. <laughs> she, uh, she didn't mind it too much when I would travel to fish, and, you know, I did fish at Lander for four and a half years. And, okay. Um, I came I, – I started in the fall of 2016, and um, to put it in perspective, you know, how much has grown. I know we'll touch on it more later, but um, I came in the fall of 2016, and there was – 10 guys on the team then the year before that there was only four and i graduated in december of 2020 and we had almost 40 i think we were at 39 wow and then this year our roster now sits at 38 so um i mean i mean that that says all you need to know right there is how much it's grown and how much 
uh, Lander has backed us as a whole. You know, it's it's been huge. Um, you know, just just real quick, do you think for smaller team, smaller colleges, bass fishing is more attractive because there's not as much cost involved, maybe as like football or something? I think so. And just you, you look, you talk to, you know, you talk to some of these recruits that I have been talking to, and you know, other people in general too is. When they think about bass fishing in college, they don't want to go to these big schools. They want to go to they want to go to these smaller schools. I mean, and if you look at in the past decade or so of the top college fishing programs in the country, they're all smaller schools. Right. And I really think, and that's because you know bass fishing is a is a smaller sport, but at the same time, like you mentioned, it's um, the cost is a huge deal. And those smaller schools, it, it provides a lot more than those bigger schools would. Cool. Hey, Brandon, go ahead and introduce yourself. I know some of y'all may know Brandon, but we haven't really ever, I mean, in a yeah. while at least, we haven't had an official. Probably the last time I introduced him, he was a, he was a rookie on the FLW tour. <laughs> yeah, so I, I've been on here before. I'm sure some of your listeners have heard from me many oh, yeah. times. But yeah. So I'm Brandon Cobb, and I fish the Bassmaster Elite Series now. This will be my fourth year, actually. Wow. I still don't consider myself a a, a, a veteran, but I think this will be my ninth year professional this year. So I've been uh, fishing pro trail between FLW and Bass now for uh, nine years. And yeah, I got the, it's kind of unique at Lander because I've got, I've, my experiences through the pro career, there's very few programs in the country that any pro anglers are associated with. And that's kind of why, why they got me to assist Drew and the, in, with the team is because I have experiences on all these lakes and everywhere these anglers might see and experiences, you know, sponsor-wise, traveling, all this. So it really, really helps give the team another realm that some other teams don't have. And uh, it's been been pretty unique. We're, we're just getting going, kind of a transition year from going to a – that's what Drew didn't mention. This is actually – so Lander, it's always been most fishing teams around the country and Lander also, it's always been club sports. Okay. Well, Lander actually pulled bass fishing this year under athletics. Okay. So we're the same as the basketball team, soccer team, you know, all the official teams. And, uh, it, the college, the college is behind the program a little more. Okay. In addition to they, you know, they just support it more, whether it's financially through a budget or it's, uh, just, you know, the facilities we have and hiring the coach like Drew. Drew's, he didn't mention that, but it's actually his full-time job. I mean, he's, that's, that's what he does. He travels to all the tournaments. He, uh, he's there with the anglers we send to every tournament and things like that. So it's, uh, it's gave the program a lot of opportunities that I think other programs don't have and the Lander program itself has never had until this year. Cool. Now both of you are from Greenwood. How long have you known each other? Uh, I think I, we've known of each other for a while. I mean, I've met Drew times in the past when okay. he was, I guess, it was when you were at Greenwood High, right, Drew? Yeah, I know. When I fished for Greenwood High, you came and spoke at a couple of meetings. But I think yeah. the first time we, like, officially met and sat down and talked was at the Cup in 2017 on Murray. 17. Yep. Yeah. Drew was my marshal. <laughs> so he didn't get to be in my boat most of the day. Yeah. But he, uh, he was my marshal. see him catch fish. Yeah, you're just in a standby boat. <laughs> yeah, that, that's right. And then me and Drew is actually funny. Last year in the open is uh, at Hartwell in October. Right. Drew was my co-angler. 
Oh, wow. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I, was, I was just co-angry on day three, and y'all were talking about a little while ago, the struggling of catching some fish when you went with Brandon, Roger. Well, tell yeah. you what, we didn't catch them that day either. <laughs> <laughs> we had a little struggle that day. She wasn't too good. I, I, guess, I guess it's the guy. We might have to find us a new guy, Roger. <laughs> well, could, I wonder if he, he just I, – I know – from, I know. From, I just can't show you all my secrets. Well, nah, I wasn't going to go there with all of it. I was going to say something more like, you know, competition from back of the boat. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> you know, a funny story. A funny story today with Drew. So yes. I actually had some bites that day, right? So all the right. first, like, five places we fished, I had some decent ones in a fluke, and I kept breaking them off. I broke off, like, the first five bites I had. I probably shouldn't tell this, being a professional angler. I was just fixing to say, to is this a line problem or not problem? No. So I broke off the first five, and it was cold and rainy, and it was just a crappy day. And so I kept retying my leader, retying my leader. I'm like, what is going on? I don't know. And then finally, I'd get my line out, retie my leader, and paying more attention this time. I've been tying a fluke on six-pound test all day. Oh, that's not good. <laughs> no, broke off the first, like, I don't know how many fish on six-pound test on a fluke. Yeah. Not very good. Yeah. <laughs> God, well, Bob. You know how awkward it was for me. I was standing in the back of the boat. I mean, he's mad and frustrated. He's pouring down cold, and he's sitting there, you know, he's, you know, saying some things. I'm like, man, this is kind of awkward for me. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. I just stood there and kept myself. I, <laughs> I have I have no such compunction. I gave him. We give each other a fit when we go fishing. Yeah, yeah. yeah. There's no whole bar from that one, guys. You know, got about a minute and a half or so. Brandon, 14 years. That means your first FLW year was 13. No, let's see, nine years. So my first and, FL. Well, yeah, 14 was my first. Okay, I fished the I fished the I fished FLW tour in fourteen, except I made the BFL All American that year, so I didn't oh, okay. fish the full season. Well, how'd you make and the then, cup? And then, well, no, and then no. in fifteen I made the cup. Okay. It was my first. Okay, it's the first year, first year I fished a full season of tournaments okay. on the FLW. Okay. Because the All American was the year before, and I missed one FLW tournament for the All American. And I know just about a minute to go, and I know Brandon's been fishing forever. Drew, I mean, you start out young, too, and just in 30 seconds, what's your fishing background? Well, well, quite frankly, I started bass fishing pretty late. I didn't start fishing, you know, lakes out of a bass boat until my junior year of high school. Oh, wow. Um, but Yeah, but, I mean, when I was young, I would go hang to my grandparents' house in the summertime. They're from Sumter, and okay. go pond fishing with my grandpa, catching bluegill and stuff like that. But as far as bass fishing... Uh, I didn't start really until my junior year of high school. Now I pond fish a little bit every yeah. now and then, you know, and did that kind of deal. But you know, as far as lakes and all that, it was I was it was pretty late for me. I got a late start. Cool. All right, we well, all hang on. Back more woods and water south on the other side to break. Here I say, in fuego. I've got a buy. Sounds like maybe you shouldn't be with any girl. You should be with a fish. <laughs> I've thought about that. You know, as a final thought today, I was thinking. Why can't these people just get along? I hope you're happy, Brad. And we're back to your music. The song is timeless. It's still back to your music. What happened to the country music I heard the last segment? 
That wasn't country music. Yeah, it was. It was fishing music. That was country music. I don't think so. That was country music. This is timeless. This <laughs> music has been set to the Blue Angels I, I when know. they were flying A4 Skyhawks and F-18 Hornets. I know, because you made me watch the video when I was like nine years old. That's right. And it's been drilled into my head ever since every time that song comes on, that's what I think of. Very good. Well, what happened Mission to my country music? It's in another folder, and you never down here when I load music, so uh, I load music, uh, and you get left out in the cold. Uh-huh. So anyway, <laughs> back <laughs> with another segment of Woods and Water South Carolina. Thanks for for keeping us through the break. Um, back on with Drew Pridgen, from, who is the coach at Lander University, the bass fishing coach, and Brandon Cobb, who's the glorified assistant coach. Um, <laughs> hey, that's, that's what you called him, so that's what I'm going to call him. Uh, <laughs> I like the fancy title. What was that? that? What was it, Brandon? Director of Bass Fishing Operations. You like that, don't that you, Taylor? That's suit and tie right there. I have. Have I ever seen? I have seen Brandon in the suit and tie. Really? Red carpet yeah, events at cut. FLW. Yeah. Yeah, I have. It's funny. You don't recognize these guys when they're dressed up. <laughs> you don't. You that could is, that pass is true. Them, you could pass them in the hallway, and you're like, you just walk on by. You don't recognize them. See, when I, when I, when I picture Brandon... Yes. I just picture the red zoom hat. The red zoom hat. That's not it. <laughs> That's not there right you there. go. There it's you right go. Right there. Yeah. Uh, I think I've trademarked that hat. Uh, <laughs> it's every picture I've ever gotten of you has got the red zoom hat on. <laughs> In fact, the red zoom. I, I remember when you when you got your elite invite and went. We did a picture, and that was one of the things I pulled up because it was a it was a a foggy picture, and I pulled the yep. reds up. And that hat stood out because that's like the only color from the boat up is the red hat. Yep. Yep. So, yeah, the red hat is Brandon Cobb. You know, to be honest, I thought he always wore that red Zoom hat because it was the only hat that could fit his funky face. <laughs> <laughs> I have a rather small head. That's all right. Make, that's why they make hats with all different adjustments in the back. That's right. <laughs> Taylor has a rather round head. Hey! Don't pick on my head. You do. Don't pick on my head. Okay, all right. I won't. My head's a perfect size. <laughs> okay. Anyway, we're talking about high school and college fishing. Uh, it's gotten so big over the last few years, and we've already wasted like three minutes of this segment, yeah, we so we're going to have to run a little bit faster through it. But I don't want to go too fast, because in this segment, what, I, what we want to talk about is, is the Lander program. The team, you know, how do those guys handle classes? Um, you know, are grade, I'm sure grades are important. How dependent on grades are they? I mean, tournaments, who decides going where and stuff like that, team activities. Um, you know, all that's kind of, as a high schooler looking at college, that's stuff that's important to them, not so much the grades and the classes and all that, but the fishing's important. Um, so I don't know. I mean, Drew, I guess maybe you want to you want to start talking about it. Brandon, feel free to jump in and 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 talk yeah. about and add your your side to it. And I'm going to stay yeah. out of it, so you guys take it off. Yeah, so I'll piggyback a little bit on what I mentioned or, or what Brandon mentioned earlier about us being under athletics. Yeah, um, we with us being under athletics, we are the only public state institution in the country that offers fishing scholarships. Now, there's like 13 or 14 in total, but the rest of them are private schools. Oh, um, okay. That being said, obviously, you know, 
the school thinks of us pretty fondly. Um, but as, you know, as far as, you know, the, the fishing side of things, uh, during the fall, you know, we fish a few different trails. You have the Palmetto Boat Center College Trail we fish and, um, we fish the South Carolina College of Bass Nation as well as Clemson has a, Clemson has a fall trail that we fish and the Clemson Trail and the PBC Trail are ACA certified, which means, um, those tournaments go to school of the year points. Okay. So we try to fish as many of those as possible. Whereas the South Carolina College Bass Nation one, if you win the team of the year in that fall trail, then it's an automatic berth to the College Bass Master National Championship. So there's, you know, there's pretty good incentives for every single trail that we fish in the fall. Okay. Now that being said, those fall tournaments are those, yeah, those fall tournaments are pretty local. Um, I know in two weeks they're going to Lake Wiley for a PBC tournament. Um, they did go to Lanier once, but other than that, you know, everything's in the state of South Carolina. Okay. Um, they go to Santee a little bit a couple times for the South Carolina College Bass Nation, but typically, the, the most of them, they typically try to stay around the Savannah River, which is close to us for home. Sure. And um, so with that, I mean, that gives us an advantage, I think, because with us being 55 minutes from Hartwell or 40 minutes from Russell, 40 minutes from Clark Hill, you know, it our guys get to get out of class, you know, a decent time and they go fishing and spend time on these bodies of water. And, um, you know, that's, that's huge, you know, especially with us being, um, you know, looking at high school recruits trying to considering lander. I mean, that's one of the things we try to tell everybody is how close we are, um, to all these different lakes. Um, because there's so much, there's so many different, you know, different fisheries around us. Obviously you got the Savannah river. That's, that's, that's primarily hair and stuff, but you got Greenwood, which is, 15 minutes at most from campus, and that's shallow, typically stained water and docks, shallow cover and stuff like that. I mean, you go to Murray, which is an hour from campus, and that's, you know, hair and stuff like that. But um, there's a lot of different fisheries we have around around Lander. That's a huge, you know, benefit to us. Um, but as far as the team goes, you know, when we travel, um, absences usually get excused uh, okay. from professors, stuff like that. So, um, and that's another benefit of us being under athletics. But even when we were a club sport, um, the, the, they were behind us and they let us, you know, have excused absences. Um, so we, we're going to fish all the, the Bassmaster College stuff this spring, all the MLF stuff this spring, and then the, also the ACAs, which is the Association of Collegiate Anglers. Yeah. That's, um, and, that's out of Texas, isn't it? Yes. That's, that's, yeah. I thought that's where they're out of. Yep, and their national championships actually coming to Hartwell in Hartwell. 2023. Yep. So that's that's huge for us. So we're going to try to fish as many of those, not this coming year, but the following year, because they, their point system for qualifications is weird. Um, <laughs> I can't tell you exactly how to qualify for those. Okay. I know some they take like the top team or a team they finish in the top five or something like that, but they change every year. All right. I can't really tell you how we do that, but we're just going to fish as many of those as possible okay. to up our chances of that. That's uh, that's Wade. Oh gosh, he's Wade a, Middleton. Wade Middleton, yeah, he's got a hunting show, but that's his that's his deal. Yep, it sure is. Yep, and that's that, that's one of the trails that I wish I would have fished more when I was in college. I never fished a single one of those tournaments, and looking back, I wish I did because you know everybody tells you those tournaments are incredibly ran. And this is nothing against Bass or MLF; those are great tournament organizations. Um, but they like the ACA; they give out a lot of prize packs and stuff like that. So I wish I would have done that. And as far as from, like, oh, go ahead. From a pro's perspective, that's yeah. what I tell all the high school anglers coming. It's a little different from when I grew up because 
I mean, yes, everybody wanted to be a professional angler, but that wasn't really something that, like, when I went to college, anything like if it if you end up on the professional trail, that's awesome. But that wasn't my goal, and okay. I think a lot of the high school anglers now, you know, they want to be professional anglers, and that's what I tell a lot of the high school recruits, whether or not they choose lander. You've got to choose an area where you're able to see a bunch of different scenarios um, going to college because that's where you're going to get your grounds for making it to the professional trail. And that's what's awesome about Lander. I mean, if you look at FLW or Major League Fishing and Bass now, I don't know what the percentage is. You may know this better than me, but there is a big portion from South Carolina and North Carolina, and that's because of the lakes oh, we have yeah. around here. Yeah. Yeah. And that's because of the lakes we have around here. So as far as like a high school angler looking to eventually make it pros, Lancer is an awesome place because you've got so many diverse lakes close to campus, and that's how you that's how you get to throw trail because you have to build a grounds of fishing to where you are able to see instances throughout the country on lakes you may not know, but something you're familiar with, and it's so easy to get that base around here. Mm-hmm. Talking about team activities, um, I saw something. Y'all have a fundraiser y'all putting on yep yep so uh it started uh this uh, started monday or tuesday of this week um we're, we're doing it's called a giving tuesday it's basically just a fundraiser all the uh, teams under athletics at lander are doing um we're reaching out you know to as many people as possible we have a, a goal of seven thousand dollars to raise in the month of november um you know that's going to go towards tournament travel uh, jerseys potentially, you know, anything that we might need to to purchase, that's going to help us. It's going to benefit us in the long run because, as you know, you know, the more money we have in our account and our budget, the more people we can send to tournaments. Sure. And so, and obviously the more people you send to tournaments, the better chances you are at school of the year and also qualifying for a national championship. So, um, now obviously with it being a goal, we want to exceed that, um, but that's just what we have in the, in the month of November. We had a decent start. I think we raised um, $200 just in the first day alone. Okay. Um, so, I mean, obviously that's a start. But yeah. um, if you go to our uh, Facebook page, Lander University uh, Bearcat Anglers, or, or go to Instagram, Lander Bass Fishing, uh, you can find the link on there, and um, you can donate there, or you can write a check to uh, Lander University. Just make it out to Lander University Bass Fishing Team, and um, attention it to my name, Drew Pridgen, or Athletics. And we'll get that taken care of. Cool. All right. Dreams. Good to have. High schoolers, listen up. Next uh, next segment, we're going to talk a lot about high school fishing. So y'all hang on. More Woods and Water South Carolina with Drew and Brandon coming up. Turn that up a little bit. Ah, yeah, a little bad company. I've had some bad company. Um, anyway, <laughs> still have some bad company. Uh, um, along with the music. But anyway, uh, <laughs> welcome back to Woods of Water, South Carolina. We're not going to go into detail on that. Um uh-huh. Mm. Got Drew Pridgen, the coach of Lander University Bass Fishing Club, and Brandon Cobb, who is what is it technically? Taylor, you ought to know it by now. Oh, I can't remember the now. Director of Bass Fishing <laughs> Operations. Yeah, yeah, that's okay. Yeah, yeah. That's, that's Brandon Cobb now. Um, 
But, uh, you know, we've talked a lot about uh, the program at Lander, you know, college bass fishing in general. Bassmaster, what, two weeks ago had, you know, you, you often hear of college football combines where all the high school prospects, the four stars and the five stars and all go and they try out for coaches and stuff like that. Bass actually had a high school bass fishing combine a couple weeks ago. Yep. And I saw... I saw that Landon was there. Drew, I didn't see your picture, but I did see Brandon on the video. He was kind of standing behind the little table there. I think his angler blocking Drew, and Brandon kind of waved at the camera a little bit. So, uh, <laughs> Brandon, t- talk about the combine a little bit, which is it's really a yeah. cool thing. Yeah, yeah. So they basically use, like, you know, the template that some, like, football programs and things like that already have. What it was is exactly 81 of – the 81 high school anglers throughout the country, some top top anglers throughout the country through the high school trails and everything so far. And these anglers got to come, and they had – we weren't the only school there. I mean, sure. I can't tell you exactly how many colleges were there, but, I mean, most of the larger fishing programs throughout the country, we had booths set up. And it was essentially just the time for all the high school anglers to come – you know, get a rundown of the program, meet the coaches, meet everybody that they're, they would be dealing with if they chose that college. And it was really, really cool because it, it, it lets you see the personalities of a lot of the, the kids. I mean, you can look, like, oh, he won, you know, state, the high school tournament, this, won this, but you just don't get a feel of what type of person he is. And, uh, we got to meet all these. And then actually the first day we kind of met them all and got to see who had interest in our school. And the second day, I brought my boat out there. We're at Wheeler Lake. We kind of got bad weather, unfortunately. The wind blew about 40 miles per hour, so we didn't really get out on the lake. Yeah. But we fished in the little bay there, and uh, the the anglers that were interested in any college or lander with, with us, they got to go out in the boat with me, and I kind of just talked to them and watched them fish for a little while. You know, got, the, got a feel. I've been doing it long enough to where I can get a really good feel on – the level of an angler just by watching how they approach a bank, what they throw at, things like that. So okay. it was cool getting in the boat with a few of them, and we just rode around in the bay there. It would have been a lot nicer down the lake, but it was so rough. So we uh, got to see that in the bay, and then they actually bass added on kind of a skills competition in it, which I think Drew will kind of echo me on this. Me personally, I don't consider myself the best caster there is on the Lee Series. I don't think that how good you can cast or how far you cast is that important as far as being a great angler. Okay. But it was a cool thing kind of to get to watch. They did like a long-distance casting and knot tying and then an accuracy casting competition and rated all the kids based off of this, all the anglers that were there. And uh, it was pretty pretty neat to see. It was, uh, I, I think, I think as far as the programs go, I'm not as concerned with, as far as those high school anglers listening, I don't care if you can cast a jig into a shot glass at 30 yards, but <laughs> <laughs> if you know where to throw that jig, that's more important to me. Okay. But it, it was a it was a cool thing because we got the really the, what I like the best about it, and what I wanted to see is just how how these anglers presented themselves and what they like when they came up to introduce themselves and got to talk to them and get an idea of what kind of guy they are or girl based based off that rather than looking at the results in tournaments in the past. So it was a, it was a really cool thing. I think, I think this program, I mean, Hank Weldon did a great job setting it up. And I think, I think it'll be a yearly, yearly type thing they do. And uh, there's 81 there this year. I know there's probably 
thousands in the oh, U.S. Yeah. that would want to go. So I don't know how how they're going to limit who gets to go to it. But it was a uh, it was pretty cool getting to meet all of them. I think there was at least three or four kids from South Carolina there. There yeah. was. Yeah, we actually a, a couple of. A couple of the prospects we really like at Lander, we had already talked to and met. They were actually at the high school combine. Oh, wow. So it was, okay. uh, it was pretty cool to uh, see them there again. And hopefully hopefully the other schools didn't pitch themselves better than us because we, <laughs> we like a few of the anglers. <laughs> but uh, it, was, uh, it, was, it was a really neat, really neat thing. And uh, I, Drew Mike can say, I can't remember how many colleges were there, but it was, uh, I mean, I would say it was at least 15. It was a pretty good, pretty okay. good. Uh, I think the exact number was 18. Okay. Oh, wow. yep. All right. Drew, yeah, so it was eight, 18 colleges. Drew, when, when a kid, and we'll spend just a minute here before we get move on to, to high school anglers in particular. Um, when these kids come through like this and you as the coach, you're you're the one that kind of inviting these kids back to campus for like a campus visit? Is that what your role yeah. kind of is? Yeah, so like like Brandon said, the first day they you know they came up and they introduced themselves. And the second day, when when Brandon was out on the water with them, I, was, I stayed in and sat one on one and got to talk with each of them one on one. Wow! And, and so that was that really went a long way because you can see their character they have and and how they carry themselves. And then the final day, um, I got to hand pick you know guys who I wanted. They called it a second chance look or whatever. Okay. So I got I got to choose which guys I wanted to sit down and talk to further. And so I, you know, I I did that, and um, I got a really good feel on some prospects I was really interested in, and um, actually one of the ones I was talking to is coming on a visit next week. Oh wow! Um, yep, he was the Bassmaster All-American um, oh, cool. from New Hampshire. From so, New yep, Hampshire. Yep, yep. So he's he's come. Yeah, he's coming up on a visit next week, and uh, several others are already have been texting me throughout the past couple of weeks, planning a visit and what when they can get down with their school schedules and all that. So. Man, it was it was an experience in itself. I didn't know what to expect. I don't think many people did. Yeah. Um, but you know, it was it was great. I enjoyed it a lot. That kid coming from New Hampshire down to South Carolina, bass fish is going to be in heaven. Mm-hmm. He gets yeah. about, he gets about four months and five days to fish every year. <laughs> yeah. We've actually we've actually got one kid from Massachusetts and one kid from Pennsylvania on the team now. So wow. Huh. Yeah, we we have a little advantage to some other colleges that because yeah. you can fish twelve months out of the year That's here, it. and That's it. you get to see a lot that you don't see in other places. Yep. <laughs> well, we got about like five minutes left, but so as a high schooler and the work I do with Shimano and everything, I get texts and some calls about what can I do in high school to kind of build my resume now to kind of show colleges, you know, once I get ready to graduate, looking at options and. And how to get those sponsors? What are some of y'all's thoughts and advice on how to do that? I'm sure Brandon could, you know, would agree with me a little bit on this. Is as a high schooler, don't really worry about going out and getting sponsors, right. you know, because if you, at the end of the day, fishing sponsors at such a young age like that, they're not going to pay you anything. Chances are, it's just going to be a little discount. Right. That's it. And to be quite honest with you, every I mean, any college you go to is going to have some sort of discount already with uh, some of those companies. So, I mean, I, I don't think it's I don't think it's really necessary for high schoolers to go out looking for sponsors, um, just because at the end of the, in the long run, it's not going to benefit you or you know the company in itself. If that makes any sense. Mm-hmm. Sure. Um, yeah. Focus on the fishing, not the, the. You shouldn't be worried about the business side before you fine tune your fishing abilities. Right. I mean, exactly. Rod, Roger can vouch. I mean, my my first year on the FLW tour, I had zero sponsors. 
Yeah. And Barrett, uh, he, he, Barrett's he, he tire center. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah, our family store. But yeah, you do it. You do it by success and your skill set rather than than by you know emails and all this. <laughs> if, if you're good enough, they'll they will find you. And that's right. that's not just with fishing. That's any sport. I mean, I yep. played I played baseball my whole entire life. Even my freshman year at Lander, I played club baseball. And if you're good enough, college scouts and colleges are going to find you. So that, okay. that's, that's my main thing is worry about what you can worry about and on the water, not as much as the business side, like Brandon said. Right. Yeah, and, and I can't say for every – you're asking what we're looking for amongst, like, the high school anglers. I can't vouch for every coach around the country, but I know me and Drew are kind of on the same page of this. I'm a little different because, you know, growing up, there was no such thing as high school fishing. I fished, <laughs> right. I fished club tournaments, BFLs, as like with adults. As that, a yeah, you fished 12 up. to 16 year old. Yeah, you fished up. <laughs> yeah. And, and me, Drew and I both, we, we find a lot of value in if, if we meet a angler and he says, Oh, you know, I was number one in my high school. Like, okay, that's, that's really good. But if he's like, well, I also made the, you know, the, BFL regional at back home as a boater. Like, oh, you're fishing against adults and still having success and things like that. That that means a lot to us. I'm not taking anything away from the high school trail at all, but it gives you another avenue to show what they can do on their own versus with a teammate or with, you know, a boat captain, things like that. So you could really say that's like honors fishing. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. like you said, you're fishing up. I mean, it's a, yeah. it's a you're fishing against guys that've been doing it for 30 years, and if you can hold a candle to them, then that that's a big thing. Right. Drew grades. So I look for. He made bad ones. Oh no, that's not. What you <laughs> Never mind. <laughs> I was on the dean's list of painters. <laughs> That wherever you want. Okay. Now, obviously, obviously, we look for uh, people who are, who have their good have good grades. Um, you know, Lander's acceptance rate's like forty three or thirty eight percent, somewhere around in there. So okay. We have a pretty high acceptance rate, um, but we do have uh, criteria on, on for the team, and so that, those criteria are you know you got to have a two point GPA. Okay. Um, and then you have to take nine, or you have, you have to pass nine credit hours per semester and take twelve credit hours. So to be okay. quite honest with you, those criteria aren't too bad. I okay. mean, those those are really those are really attainable. Okay. Um, but th- that's the criteria we have. And if you don't, you know, pass any of those, or you don't, you know, get that criteria, you won't be able to fish the following semester. Gotcha. But as, as far, go ahead. Go ahead. No, no, go ahead. No, I was saying, as, you know, as far as, you know, coming from the high schoolers, obviously the university doesn't really look for uh, test scores as much as they used to anymore. It's more so about G- the GPA. Gotcha. Because I know, quite frankly, I'm one of those, I, even when I was in school, I wasn't a good <laughs> test, I wasn't a good test taker. Right. But I made good gra- I made a good, I made good grades. So that's, that's kind of one of those double-edged swords, you know, it could hurt you, but it could help you. Brandon, 10 seconds, say your last thought. I uh, just uh, definitely I'm excited to work with Lander program. I think the this is our transition year going from a club sport to a team, and I think being an official school-funded team and more it's a bigger deal to the school, bigger deal for the program, and I think the the sky's the limit on what it can become. That's 25 seconds, but good job. All right. <laughs> I mean, uh, <laughs> thanks, guys, for being on, everybody. Thanks for tuning in. I'll uh, yep. be back next week. As always, make time to get out there. Have a back road and you can. Don't forget the camera. We'll see you back next week. More Woods and Water, South Carolina. From behind, I'm 